Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. Hi there, Rosie Shiloh here from Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, uh, the Virtually Yours podcast. Today, I don't have a guest with me. I want to have a little chat to you about the two sides to the relationship of a business owner and a virtual assistant and how so often we forget to look at it from each other's sides. So one of the things that I've brought up a couple of times recently on social media or probably in the podcast is around packaging, for example. So let's have a look at that now in terms of how it looks for the virtual assistant versus how that looks for the client. So to get started, packaging is such a great way for a virtual assistant to be able to scale in their business. So starting to look at outcomes rather than hours spent. And it's really, really great. And so for the virtual assistant, they can then start earning more money the faster and more efficient they get at what they're doing. So it's really great. It's easier for them to pitch to clients because there's a set price and a set outcome. Now, this is really good for virtual assistants and it is also really good for the client. So from the client perspective, having packages means that they can budget they don't have to worry about how long a piece of string is in terms of how many hours are going to be spent on a job. They know that this is the outcome and this is the cost. It's very hard for some business owners to put aside how long they think the VA is going to spend on the task. So when they're getting, uh, getting a price, a package price, there's often that thinking around, well, how long is that taking them? What's their hourly price? Does it really take them that long? I recommend avoiding that completely. Just consider the package should make sure that the VA is getting paid at least what they should be getting paid per hour, which is not your issue. That's for them to factor in to make sure they're making enough money to keep their business afloat, which is obviously going to be benefit for you. But also to consider that you now know what the outcome is. So you should have a good understanding of what the value of that outcome is. Not the value of hours, the value of the outcome. What does that outcome deliver to you as a business owner? So if they're sending out a newsletter for you, for example, you could say, well, I think that newsletter is only going to take them one or two hours to do. So what? It really doesn't matter. Same with if someone's servicing a car, how long they take, that's part of the factor. But really, it's more about the fact that they're doing it for you. You know what the outcome is going to be. You can get on with the other jobs and there's going to be repercussions, positive repercussions to what they've actually done for you. For the car, you can get out and about. You can go to your appointments. You've got freedom. For the newsletter, You've got a touch point for your client to getting out there. It's marketing, it's connecting, it's showing your skills and professionalism and it's giving you time to do what you need to do. There are so many benefits to that outcome. So you never know who's going to read that newsletter and turn into your next big paying client. What is that worth to you? That's what you need to be thinking about. On the flip side, 
We hear about a lot of clients who say, okay, well, I need help with this project. I'm going to be putting together a new program um, and I'm going to need help with setting up the processes around that, marketing it, the customer care follow-up, and, um, and we'll be launching probably in the next month or so. Can you give me a set package price for that? Now, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be lovely if someone could do that for you? Now, if the outcome isn't clear, then it's really not fair to ask a virtual assistant or a business owner of any nature to give you a package price for it. So yes, it's beautiful for you, but your job now is to get clear on what you're trying to achieve. If you can't get clear, then you're going to need to fall back on the hourly rate where the virtual assistant is supporting you in an ongoing capacity and you're just getting, you're clocking in and clocking out. And as, you know, few business owners I speak to say, it's the whole how long is a piece of string and it's frustrating because you don't know what it's going to cost. You don't know what that program's going to bring in for you in terms of return on investment, yet you're going to have to pay this, you know, potentially never-ending invoice for a virtual assistant to help you. It's very hard to budget which is why it's important to try and break things down into achievable outcomes. Even if part of the job can be broken into a package, then do it. You might say, okay, well, this bit, this bit we know what we want. So we're going to, can you package this? Can you give me a quote for this part of the job? The other part we just really don't know yet. So let's just go with hourly for that. Keep me informed of how we're going with the hours. Once we hit a certain number, please check in with me and we'll evaluate and see whether that's working or not. So you can package parts of a project. Now, from the virtual assistant perspective, when someone comes to them and says, you know, I need you to give me a package rate for the services and it's not clear, that can be really confronting for them, especially if they're not experienced and massively confident in what they will and won't quote for. So they might throw suggestions at you of what it could look like. And I've spoken to so many VAs who've done this in the past and I say to them, where did you get that figure from? And quite often they'll say, out of my, you know what? And I'll go, okay, well, that's just great, but it's really quite a big risk, wouldn't you say? Now, I want my virtual assistants to have a successful business. I don't want them getting run into the ground and going out of business because then I need to find somebody else who is awesome. So it's important that they've got, you know, the systems in place, the processes and the policies to support them to run a business in an ongoing way. So for them, they cannot quote and give on, on something that is to them a how long is a piece of string. So when you give them the string, they're going to give you back the string and we have no idea how long it's going to be. Now, for the virtual assistant, I know that there can be times where they feel frustrated that they're getting pressure from the client to, um, you know, to be delivering because they charge, you know, a good rate for their services. Obviously, VAs who charge higher rates than VAs who are charging the lower rates have got this added pressure to deliver. And at the end of the day, they're still human beings. Now, when I've spoken to VAs who are in this sort of position, um, the general vibe that I get from them is that it's, it's frustrating to not be able to um, meet the expectations of that client because the expectations are so high. 
And what I've said to them in the past is you need to flip this around and realize that that client has invested in you and rightly so you're charging what you're charging, but now they've got this extra fear that they need to generate the money to pay you. So they're not just hiring you because they're loaded and full of cash. They're taking a risk to step their business up to the next level. And suddenly they are needing to be really solid and converting and making sure that that money is going to be generated to pay your bill. So there's a lot of stress and pressure for them to have brought you on board as a virtual assistant. So one of the observations I've had over the last few months is people uh, freaking out about working with each other without stopping and realizing the emotional fear from both sides of the story and the limitations of both sides of the story. Obviously, the client needs to budget. They need to budget and they've, they've got to be able to generate the money needed to pay your bill. So for them to have someone new on board is scary. Even to have a package can be scary. They're like, okay, well, at least I know now what I'm going to have to generate in terms of extra income. It's still scary, but it's not as scary as the how long is a piece of string. For the, the virtual assistant, they're coming on board for someone who is, you know, expecting the absolute best of them and they want to be delivering and they're, um, you know, obviously wanting to make it as easy as possible for that client to, to deliver what they're delivering. So there's, and for them, they can't be quoting, um, you know, set amounts if they don't know what the actual outcome or the expectation of work is going to be. Because if they end up, if that blows right out, that could throw them under the bus and they could end up losing other clients, losing their mind, having issues with time management and just massive stress and breakdown. We all know how hard it is for people to keep their businesses running when they have massive stress put on them. So I just wanted to touch on that today because we are often talking about, in particular, quoting for projects, um, the value of packaging. And when I'm talking about packaging, I'm not talking about packaging hours because I don't really see the difference between packaging hours and just having an hourly rate. Um, the, the expectation still remains the same. But when we're packaging based on outcomes versus charging at an hourly rate, there's always going to be a lot of debate around that. But we just need to look at it from both perspectives. For the client, it's about budgeting and fear and reassurance. As I said at the start, if you can package parts of your project, then do so. You know, that's going to be great for both of you. You can breathe a sigh of relief. This part here, we know where we're at with it. And we can add parts to the package as things sort of settle down or nut themselves out. Or we can just have this ongoing, you know, little buffer of however many hours per week or per month that may or may not be used as a, you know, ad hoc type thing. And put a cap on that. You know, you don't want to be getting to the end of the month and getting this, as the client, this massive bill. And as the VA, you don't want your client freaking out when you send them that bill. So communicating and coming up with ways to meet in the middle, strategize and ways to support each other to grow and respecting that we're all in this together and it can be quite terrifying, but we can do it. So today that's all I want people to have a think about. 
I've done a couple of discovery sessions today. So that's helped me kind of, you know, think more about this and, um, and look at what my potential solution around these problems can be. And I'm hoping that in some small way, it might help you in your business moving forward. So nice and short and sweet again today, because I have nobody here to banter with, but I hope you found that useful. And I will see you on the next episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Catch you later. Hey, 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 thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours, Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.